0: Fuck.
1: I've been lately. I've been. i been... Fuck. <laughs> that sounded bad. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial
2: commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm is your D. Simon.
1: I'm Lance Wackerly. What's
2: up there, Wackman? Trying
1: to see if uh, there's a transit strike tomorrow. It's my life right now.
2: Seems to be a transit strike every other week over there in the Bay Area. This is the ongoing transit
1: strike that's been called off and suspended and now it's coming back to the forefront.
2: How come you don't just take a ferry you ferry? (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't actually yeah no the problem is because everybody else has the same idea and then the ferry is full.
2: How long does it take to take a ferry to the city? 30 minutes. It's about the same as taking a bus then right?
1: Right but everybody also goes to the buses. I don't really want to talk about the transit strike it was just a non sequitur. (laughs)
2: All right, we can talk about my uh, trip to Vegas. Went to Vegas last weekend, first time in like uh, a couple years. Last time you went to Vegas, wasn't it like
1: a pantyhose convention?
2: Wasn't a pantyhose convention. It's, I thought it, that's it's what called, you told me. It's like... called black milk stockings. Okay. <laughs> Does it come in an egg? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is. The girl legs. That, the girl that I that I, that, I, that I took to Vegas. It was there's some. She likes this clothing called Black Milk and it's an Australian company that makes really sexy sexy dresses and stockings for girls.
1: So you went to Las Vegas for a stocking convention?
2: They're having a big huge party. They they I think they call themselves they have a name like they call themselves Sharkies or something. I, I don't know. So it's <laughs> Sharkies like a, it's machine a con. With Burt Reynolds, the movie Sort of, but uh, you're aging yourself, wackily. I'm going to pretend not to know that reference, Come even on. though I do. Everybody,
1: even hipsters love the oeuvre of Burt Reynolds.
2: Believe me, I do too, but I think these young girls that wear these sexy blackmail clothing would be like, Burt who? And then I'll be like, I don't know either, because I'm young like you. Just be like, <laughs> he was like the cooler Tom Selleck.
1: And I'll like, who's Tom Selleck?
2: <laughs> but Can anyway... You run? They uh, they had this big convention thing. We we didn't end up meeting any of them. We barely even left the hotel room. But uh, you don't you, know why because the such Rio. A braggart. No, the Rio. We were staying he at the Rio. The
1: whole time is that how come you couldn't leave the
2: Rio <laughs> at the Rio?
1: Don't eat those shrimp at those buffets. At least not at the end of the day when it's been sitting out there.
2: Never never get the bottomless shrimp. Um, no, we stayed at the Rio and they bumped us up to uh, like a suite. It was fucking huge, dude. It's bigger than my apartment. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So we ended up hanging out there. And then we kind of, I don't know, showed Did you sharks, go to the pool? Yeah, I hung out at the pool. Did a little gambling. Uh, then I took her down there. Is it downtown. still warm there? Or is it cold? No, it's it was kind of nice. up in the mountains. It's kind of nice. Uh, you know, I hadn't been to Vegas in a while. You you forget how, you know, what, the, what was funny about this trip to Vegas? Is I've been to Vegas many times, but she had never been to Vegas before. So to her, the strip was like, wow, look at this. Look at all these people. Look at all this. Uh, you know these casinos, and this is all like wondrous and amazing. Whereas I'm just kind of like, great <laughs>
1: wondrous, yeah. Nobody's been this. to Vegas a couple of times, calls it wondrous. But well,
2: no, but you I gotta, mean, she got excited, gotta, right? Because she
1: hadn't she hadn't experienced it hungover.
2: Exactly. Like I, I kept saying that to her. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow morning, when you're it's gonna daylight, it. you're going to hate this. And then you're next time you come crowds. back here,
1: and when you come back here, you'll remember that Sunday morning being super hungover, and that's going to be your first thought, not, not, isn't this wondrous?
2: Well, I had to kind of uh, shatter her illusions of Vegas, because she was like, oh my God, the Venetian's beautiful, and the Little Caesars, oh, it's like, it's wondrous. So I it's, was not, like, it's not called Little Caesars. Or it's not Little Caesars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Little Caesars is the best pizza
1: <laughs> joint I've ever seen
2: caesar's the, palace how great would it be if it was little caesar's palace there's just pizza pizza everywhere i can think of some friends who would that would be their favorite casino <laughs> just crazy bread and it's yeah. it's like as soon as you sit down A to play pizza video poker, casino they just give you like two pieces of crazy bread here eat this all
1: the chips just look like pepperonis <laughs> be great. or just little pizzas i guess
2: no, so I had to take her away from all that, and I took her to downtown Vegas, because I'm like, this is what's cool about Vegas. All that other glitzy, you know, the, the, the strip, that's, that's artifice. This is real Vegas right here. Enjoy it. And she was just disgusted.
1: Can I help you? <laughs> the, like, 80-year-old waitress, in, but still wearing hot pants, because that's we, the uniform, But they're just wrinkly labia sticking out the sides.
2: They even have, like, these 40, you know, 40 to... 55-year-old showgirls come out and try yep. to, to, to try to entice you to come into, like, the clubs in downtown Vegas, and you're like... Don't. I mean,
1: Botox has done wonders for those showgirls' longevity, I would
2: think. Yeah, but you look at their skin. They're, like, jaundiced. Like, they haven't seen, like, actual sunlight. <gasps> from afar. Sunlight.
1: <laughs> from afar, though, you have to admit. I, I actually think, I mean, if you, <laughs> Cops does a lot of episodes in Vegas, and even... So there's... I've seen on Cops, there's le- levels even below... Old Vegas. If you really want to get to like, oh if you really Vegas, want to go, yeah.
2: But I'm just—I was just trying to show her. You know yeah. what's funny too is we go down there, we pass by the Pawn Stars pawn shop, which has a huge line up the door. Uh, there's there like 40 going. people in line waiting to get in there. Yeah, my dad
1: always wants. He always threatens, like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Vegas and visit Pawn Stars." I'm like, "Dad, you can't
2: even get in. The, the Pawn Stars don't even work there, right?" So, yeah, I they're mean, celebrities now. Yeah, they're celebrities. So they, they don't actually work at that shop. They are just you know no. regular workers. But so they one you gotta, place you got you
1: to get into one of the new shows that hasn't caught on, like the Aquarium Guy, who famously called into this show.
2: I wanted to find out. I forgot. I was looking for the name of that place, and I forgot. I forgot. What yeah, you should saying. have gone
1: in and said hi.
2: You know where I what wanted in- to go. What an
1: ingrate you are to a fan who's more famous than us.
2: You know where I wanted to go? And uh, this place, I think, would pretty much just be hell for vegans and vegetarians. The Heart Attack Grill. You ever heard of this place?
1: Yeah. Didn't Doesn't, like, a guy actually have a heart attack there once a year or something?
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they have a, a triple bypass burger that is 9,987 calories. They have, uh, a lot of fat. They have chocolate shakes. We didn't go in there. It's just like they advertise on the menu outside and everything. They have all these pictures. It's tourist attraction, but um, you actually you know what the funniest thing about this place is they have a huge scale like a like a you know livestock scale outside of it. And they said anyone over three hundred pounds eats for free.
1: That's not a good business plan. <laughs> I guess it's not it's not all you can eat though, right?
2: No, but you eat for free. Like you can go in there you and you'd have free. like your triple bypass burger for free and your butterfat shake.
1: They're just like murdering those people.
2: <laughs> well, the funniest thing about it is we're standing outside of it. We didn't actually go in, but uh, you just see all these people walk up and be like, oh, wow, well, I want to check it out. And so you get to like see these like, you know, big fat tourists step on the scale. And so we're. Wait,
1: I can't. Why didn't you go? Where did you eat? Tell me that.
2: Uh, we ended up Vegas. eating. I don't, uh, to, I don't need to like uh, meal by meal, but give me some of the highlights. And we just ended up eating at a, uh, this uh, French place in the in the, the venetian i forget the name of it we walked by because we, we were downtown and we had eaten breakfast earlier at the rio and so we weren't hungry but you're at the heart attack grill and you're kind of like well this is actually kind of cool i kind of if i was yeah. hungry i'd get fries in here at you least could split or a,
1: split one of those burgers like each split a half and then take a half back to the.
2: <laughs> i wouldn't want them to know that a vegetarian was in the place i don't oh, know I what they would don't eat meat i don't know what they would do to me
1: I bet they, you they have a, a veggie burger for the – because they got to have food for the ungrateful daughter who's been taken to Vegas by her parents.
2: <laughs> well, you, what was funny about it is they have all these like triple bypass burgers, fries that are like you know 10,000 calories or whatever. Right. The one thing you're not allowed to do in there is smoke. You can't smoke in the heart of that grill. You can only smoke outside. But you can smoke everywhere else in Vegas, right? Not in not in restaurants, I guess. Oh, not in a restaurant. Yeah. So at the heart, of, and they they have what they make a know? big deal out about it. They have like all these signs, and make a big deal of it. They have all these signs saying, "Yeah, we're you know the the city's taking away your rights." So you can come in here and you can eat a ten thousand calorie burger, but you can't smoke a cigarette. You can buy cigarettes, but you gotta smoke outside. And then you can watch everybody weigh themselves on the scale and try to. <laughs> It's almost a drinking game. Like you can make bets about you know yeah, over or under over yeah. or under how many pounds these people are. But yeah, anyway, so we go we go back to we we spend most of the time on the strip. But that night on the strip, um, you know how they have those like those tourist kind of it's not really but they're tourist spectacles. Like uh, Treasure Island has the pirate show, and the Bellagio yeah. has the fountain. Well, so we oh, yeah, the fountain is good. We're standing there by the fountain, and some hooligan just strips down to his skivvies and just jumps in the water. He's just swimming around. And it's funny. And you remember what
1: happened with that law student, right, that strangled the, the flamingo or some kind of bird over there, and they caught him? Oh, didn't they do that? That, that happened at the flamingo. Oh, was it? The, I thought it was somewhere near the Bellagio Fountain, and I thought maybe they had a wildlife area, but you might be right.
2: Now, this guy was just swimming in the fountain, and everybody's standing around watching. And the Asian tourists, I think, thought it was, like, the Japanese tourists thought it was part of the show, so they got their iPads out filming the whole thing. Yeah, of and course. the security and the cops, the cops just have a big, massive paddy wagon just waiting for idiots. And the security and the cops just kind of stood out on the side just waiting, because eventually he's going to have to come out, and there's nowhere to go. <laughs> well, that
1: water's has got it. got to have, like... Like chemicals in it to keep it from getting algae, and it's probably not good for you to be in there.
2: And it's cold. I mean, it was it was jacket weather in Vegas at night. Mm. Yeah, shrinkage. Yeah, so this guy's not only has uh, shrink, you know, shrunk testicles. He's like uh, freezing in this chemical. This this is chemical filled. Yeah, this chemical soup. Not to
1: mention if one of those fountains goes up your butthole, it's like Enema City.
2: He eventually came out, and they just uh, tackled him. Which is another a good, good
1: uh, concept for a casino.
2: What, Anima Chemical City? Enema City? Anima City. No, Anima City. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a spa than a casino. I'm, I'm surprised they don't have that. But you know what's funny about it is I was wondering, like, you know, you're in Vegas. There's all these Americans, a lot of American tourists, a lot of tough guys, tough, like, uh, stereotypical tough Americans. Guys. Yeah, tough, drunk guys. I was wondering, is like, is anybody going to, like run out and try to tackle this hooligan? Because, I mean, at first, you didn't know he was going to jump into the, the, the fountain. How dare you? How dare well, you ruin the fountain show? <laughs> <laughs> My grandma's watching it. Terrorist! Just terrorizing
1: uh, the fountain show. It's a victimless crime. I mean, what if you saw, like I said, some guy got busted for strangling a some kind of an exotic bird? Would you stop that guy? Because now you're like, hey, I like animals, and what the fuck are you doing? And the, the guy turned out to be a law student, which is like, you're not some... You know, dumb Some fucking Yahoo. redneck, yeah. you should know better.
2: You know, I don't know. I, I wonder, like, do you think the Japanese tourists would have thought that was part of the show and just filmed it on their big ass iPads?
1: <laughs> they're gonna film everything. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's funny though. They all they're walk not around. go out there
1: and stop it because they're like, I this is a foreign country. I'm not <laughs> maybe this is culturally appropriate, I have no idea.
2: There's like eighteen Japanese tours, all eighteen of them have iPads, all eighteen of them are filming everything in Vegas. You don't it's, want
1: to be stereotypical, but or you don't want to stereotype people, but they literally all looked exactly alike.
2: And they all have iPads. like every, And they're just walking around with the iPad extended in front of them, taping everything going on around them. But so they're all they pointed the away. same
1: way, so v- virtually they're just getting the same footage.
2: Yeah, it's it's rather remarkable. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't know why. I, and they, I imagine they all got this naked hooligan. Well, he wasn't naked, he was in his tidy whities but swimming around. But no one, no one stopped them.
1: And it made me think. Tidy-whities, really? In this day and age?
2: Yeah. He was or is that a underwear? euphemism for underwear? They look like white underwear. I couldn't tell the brand. <laughs> I know, There's a little bit of a stain back.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to make sure of the veracity of this story. Tidy-whities. No,
2: I don't know. He's just wearing underwear. He wasn't wearing boxers. They were definitely, it was definitely... uh, Well,
1: boxers are kind of out too. You don't see guys wearing the big baggy boxers anymore. I think you would be be laughed at in the boudoir.
2: I prefer the banana hammock. I think that's what women like. Sick and wrong banana hammocks available at the Cafe Press Store.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about like the Calvin Klein, like tight, not tighty-whities from Kmart, but like the Calvin Klein bikini briefs for men? Is that what you're talking about?
2: Exactly banana hammock God, so gay <laughs> how else do you get uh, jock support though actually like testicular support
1: boxer briefs are the approved currently approved masculine underwear
2: try wearing boxer briefs in jeans as tight as mine they bunch up <laughs> you point. can't wear it
1: at that point you might as well free ball which I think is also appropriate yeah
2: I, I usually men. tend to do that
1: but then you gotta wash your pants more often
2: I don't do that either. <laughs> it's just a festering, so anyway, experiment. Anyway, okay, watching this public spectacle and seeing people's inaction, um, seeing people's apathy, seeing people's entertainment. I was entertained. I, I was wondering what but the cops going But we've already taken do. the Japanese
1: tourists off the hook, right? They're, they they are you're not. You're saying they're they Americans. They're not at fault. I'm saying
2: there are Americans that, that could have done something, that could have prevented this guy from... From terrorizing everybody's fountain experience, but instead everyone just chose to like pull out their phones and tape it, or walk on by, or drink their two foot daiquiris, and uh, just ignore the the incident altogether. And it made me think about an event that just happened in San Francisco. Do you hear about this guy? A man of flashed a gun several times, not once, several times on a crowded commuter train in San Francisco. On the Muni, he's, past- on
1: the, uh, he's on the he's on the. The, the The municipal transit has cameras everywhere, and so they have
2: video footage of this happening did they actually say what 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 line he was on
1: uh they did, but i don't ride the municipal transit over in that area, so it didn't stick in my head but it was like through it, but it was an affluent area
2: though huh yeah it's it was an affluent sun. area yeah
1: it's not through uh sea cliff or pacific heights but you know definitely the homes around there cost a million dollars and
2: up like median price is like around a million bucks
1: which is fucking crazy but yeah yeah that's that's the that's the
2: area that i live
1: in no i don't live in that area i'm saying that's the bay area
2: <laughs> so this guy's riding this train crowded um he's flashing his gun passengers are so absorbed in their phones a
1: 45 by the way which is a huge gun it's not some like little women's derringer it's a giant fucking gun
2: and and their tablets. They didn't even notice him until he randomly shot and killed a university student. Shot him in the back of the head. And then they're like, ooh, let's look up from our, from our tablets and our devices here.
1: Well, no, 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 no. no. There's a crime the kid, going on. The kid got off the train, and the guy followed him off the train, and the kid took ten steps. The guy stepped off the train after him, and he shot him in the back of the head outside of the train. So it wasn't like everybody finally looked up in the train because there's some guy with his brain splattered all over the place.
2: Yeah, but even after he shot him, they all went back to playing Angry Birds on their iPads.
1: Well, they were about to get three stars <laughs> on that really hard level. <laughs> Can't stop now.
2: Been working on a week on this level. Um, security video footage showed the, guy, showed the guy, the gunman here, pull out a 45 caliber pistol, pointed across the aisle before putting it against his side. He then drew the gun several more times, wiped his nose with it, while holding, the, while still holding the weapon, and no one really even did anything. People even sitting next to him didn't even do anything. Uh, the police claim that they were so engrossed in texting, reading, um, you know, looking at their iPads, that they're completely oblivious of their surroundings. But it made me think, how else are you supposed to be able to deal with public transportation in San Francisco, which is usually a disgusting experience?
1: The article is trying to make it sound like People are so engrossed in – they' like you made a joke about it, but they're literally trying to say that people are so engrossed in Angry Birds and Twitter and Facebook, and that's why they don't notice some guy with a gun and they don't and that's why nothing was done, which is total
2: bullshit first of all, I think it's, it's an exaggeration a, i don't know if it's, it's necessarily especially not bullshit. true of the
1: guy that got shot, right I mean he got shot in the back of the head walking off the train
2: oh he was probably looking at his iPad or his iPhone.
1: Right. And if he wouldn't have been looking at his iPhone, the guy wouldn't have shot him in the back of the head. Is that, is that what I'm supposed to take away from this?
2: Well, what what I don't get is, you know, what, what, do we, what, do, what do they expect people to do? Everybody be completely vigilant, completely aware of your surroundings at all times. And I think d- it's a
1: different issue. I think it's just I think it's an issue of apathy and fear and like non-cooperation between sane people. I guess those three things, right?
2: But are you saying that people did see this guy with a firearm? Of course they saw him. And chose not to do anything about it.
1: Of course they saw him. If somebody's doing some weird shit, even if it's not with a gun, I mean, if anybody if if you ever ride public transportation, you you can tell when somebody's doing some weird shit. Like your peripheral vision that's was developed biologically when we were like running around You know, with our dicks hanging out in the jungle, and a tiger comes up in the bush beside you, you notice that shit, and you look up.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, though, if if I'm on public trans, I see somebody with a gun, I will say something about it. I might not confront the guy. I mean, did you expect the passengers all to like, kind of, you know, communicate with one another and say, "Let's just all pile on him at once and disarm Uh, that man"? That would that would be my dream. Yeah, but this isn't flight you know, nine one two or whatever that was. Right.
1: I understand why it doesn't happen. And I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying in a perfect in a just world with real men, that's what they would do. We <laughs> don't live in that world. Marco,
2: are you a cherub of justice? You would be just no, as no, disengaged as I everybody else. Are I know. you you're staring I at your am iPhone? Not, I am not saying I would do that. What do you okay, when you're on the on the train or on the BART going to the city, aren't you just staring at your iPhone reading? Usually. Yeah, so you probably, I mean, how how cognizant are you of your surroundings on the train, usually in the morning or coming back? I'm saying, night?
1: but this is what I'm saying. I mean, th- this concept that if you're staring at your phone that you don't notice some crazy fucking person doing some weird shit is bullshit. And it's, it's just a made-up concept to get clicks on your article or whatever to get people to watch your vidcast. So you can go on a stupid little rant that's dumb and unoriginal about... Man, people don't appreciate social interaction. They're all just absorbed in their phones. It's like, you know, thanks grandpa for your great original opinion that I've never thought of before.
2: Well, no, I agree with that. But what it, but I but I also think that people are just, you know, now so consumed with technology that it's no surprise that uh that there's so much like cell phone theft and iPad theft on all these trains. You know, it's I mean, it's it's almost that become I an epidemic it, yeah. in the city. There's like gangs. We're different gangs that go around and just I mean, like carve the the different with lines. I your iPad
1: out is like walking down the street with a wad of thousand dollar bills, or sorry, a, a wad of hundred dollars, like hundred like dollar bills, hundred yeah. dollar bills, just in your hand. Anybody want to grab this and run away with it? Um, remember, that's not. That's not the equivalent of somebody doing some weird shit on the on the on the train or the bus, that's the equivalent of you standing there with your thousand dollar piece of technology and some guy running up. And by the time you notice it, he's grabbed it and he's gone down the street and he's already a block away.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like, but I do, I do think people have become, I mean, they're so used to using their phone, checking their phone every goddamn five, like five seconds. It's like well, the they other can't thing just that like happens leave is, it in his pocket.
1: People, people are looking at their phone or reading their phone or watching a YouTube video, and they just walk right across the street without looking both ways, and then they almost get hit by a fucking car. And they get hit by a bus. And that's the same thing. That's not a weird thing happening. It's because you're walking on the street. There's just traffic, and now the traffic is just background stimulation that's normal to you, and then you just walk across the street, and one almost hits you. That's just, not somebody. That's not something irregular happening that, oh, I didn't even notice it. Like if so, okay. Let's put it this way. Let's take it out of the realm of danger. Let's say you're on the train or the bus and you're reading, I don't know, JD Salinger on your phone, and a girl like whips her tits out. You're gonna be like, oh shit, that chick just whipped her Titties. tits out because it's weird and you want to look at it.
2: I, I mean, I'd you not, not tell me that, that you wouldn't notice. You, what I do is uh, I'm I'm nervous about showing my iPhone or doing you know even showing that I even have one. So what I usually do is is I'm I'm like listening to my headphones and I just have them in my pocket, but I'm looking around. I'm always conscious of who's sitting next to me, mainly because I've sat I've sat on those trains in San Francisco and piss has like totally gone down this like down the a row of like six seats and got onto my leg. And ever since, you gotta then,
1: watch out for the the piss tsunami.
2: You, I'm just worried about like or some gross hobo sitting next to me. Or I remember one time I was on the train. And a, this is on the, uh, the Geary line. And there's a tranny, like, sucking another man's dick. Like, just on the back, of As the, you do. The, the back of the bus. Just sucking a man's dick on the back of the bus. No one's doing anything. And then I was thinking, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to stop this? Is it a crime? Do I care?
1: <laughs> well, now you get into the, the, the theories of inaction. So can we, can we get past the part that, yeah, they did notice this was going on? You don't I'm not sure notice some people flashing did. a giant gun.
2: I'm sure some people did notice and chose to ignore it out of fear, out of uh, in apathy. apathy. You or,
1: know? or just – I mean there's the, uh, there's the inverse of the reason you do something is because you're either – you think that somebody need, something needs to be done because you're morally outraged or maybe, maybe you're more – maybe you didn't, even if you didn't think this guy was going to shoot somebody, you're like, you can't fucking wave a gun around on public transportation. Like what the fuck are you
2: doing, man? exactly i mean you shouldn't even have a gun this this guy you
1: know the whole the whole hobo sucking another hobo's cock or whatever it was like i'm just not that morally outraged by it i guess if there are children on the thing i'd be like hey man don't do that in front of or like an old world war ii widow like really this woman lost her husband in world war ii fighting the nazis and now you're just gonna sit there and like suck another man's asshole in front of her Good job. I'm
2: just thinking of airborne hepatitis. I I moved up towards the driver. On so the you're, on the
1: fear, you're on the fear axis.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be anywhere near those STDs that are just – it's like an STD cloud, like an STD cyclone going around what about the trying to them.
1: Get, what, what about trying to get a viral video though?
2: If, if I had a phone that had video oh, then, I would have. Back then. I didn't even think I had a flip phone then. But, you know, a little, little background before we get into the theory of inaction here. So, this guy's name was, I can't even pronounce it. He's like Filipino or something. Nicom Thepa Kayosoni or whatever. He's 30 years old, pled not guilty to these charges. He attacked a kid, Justin Valdez, who's only 20 years old, a student at San Francisco State University, shot in the back of the head as he left the train. And that's not From the Los only Angeles, assault, by though. the way, right? It doesn't say, but maybe. Um, yeah, I
1: think the guy get, kid who got shot was from the Southern California area. So he came up here to go to UCSF.
2: But this guy was also charged with assault with a semi-automatic handgun. He stuck a handgun in another man's back earlier the before. same night that he oh, shot this kid night. looking for a victim. Hmm. But he didn't pull I didn't the know that happened that the time. same
1: night. I heard he'd been picked up for that. I thought it would have been like a month before or something.
2: He had uh, two assault rifles, combat knives, and razors at his home. And they said when he was arrested, he was carrying twenty thousand dollars in cash. There, there's something off, a, a little off kilter with uh, the, with the Nick articles have tried here. The
1: articles have tried to make it out that this kid is just a uh, like a crazy person. He doesn't have a job. He's thirty years old or something. He lives with his parents. Which is kind of a typical thing in San Francisco, I guess, because it's so expensive. Especially if you're unemployable,
2: You can't even rent a rent a place in roommates.
1: Yeah, uh, but how does an, how does a crazy person get all this money? Like, I think he's a drug dealer or some or a hitman or something. But it is a random piece of violence. So I don't know. There's something. I think he was crazy, and he was, the, the Andy was a criminal. And he's a drug dealer. But his parents, obviously, they say they didn't know anything about it. We had no idea. He must. I, I mean, guns. he must
2: have procured the guns from somewhere. So, I mean, th- I'm sure he was sane enough to do that. But yeah, but then, but we go back to the question here. So what are you supposed to do? Like, let's say you're sitting across from the guy. You see this dude wiping his nose with a 45 caliber handgun. What do you do in that situation? This is a nice thought experiment. But but do you get up and just be like, that man has a firearm? <laughs> like I, That would I mean, be probably the worst thing to do. <laughs> I just don't know what you do in that situation. I think I would be like, wow, this let's is think of this Let's is think of realistic,
1: non-idiotic. Let's think of rational things to do. That's not very rational because then you're assuming that Superman is on the bus with you and that Superman's going to take care of it. He just needs to be alerted.
2: Do you try to coordinate with everybody on the bus to have like a two-second flash mob where you dance around and then try to disarm the guy?
1: Maybe that's an option. I mean, the first <laughs> option is just like I'm getting my ass off this bus at the next stop.
2: The, see, I think that's what I would do, that's and then the I would call nine one one.
1: Safest, most pussy thing
2: to do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I okay. A, I'm not going to attack the guy. I don't All care right. enough. I, I what, don't want to get you, shot.
1: What about telling the bus driver and saying, "Hey, uh, there's a guy with a gun back there. Uh, do you want? You know, can you radio the police or something? Plus, stop because I'm getting off right now."
2: First of all, I, I would try to do that. I would move to the front of the bus and try. I know most bus drivers are probably more apathetic than the passengers. Just right, me-
1: but they don't want to get shot, also.
2: No, but I mean, you know, we there was a girl that used to work at my company. Uh, Ian actually was pretty good friends with her. She was on the mission, the mission bus line going, uh, I think, towards Hunters Point or towards like the outer mission, and she was attacked by like a group of hoodlums. Hood rats and they, uh, right? They attacked her, but they—they're trying to grab her phone out of her hand, and she wouldn't let it go. And they ended up like breaking, <laughs> just her, give it up. They ended up breaking her fingers and like fracturing her hand to get the hand out. But the, the bus was crowded; no one else did anything at all. And right. since so she ran up and she told the bus driver, the bus driver didn't even stop. He was just like, "Whatever." Her hands broken.
1: See, at that point, I would call the cops. I would say, you know. <laughs> These hoodlums broke my fingers. Oh, and by the way, the bus driver didn't do shit. And then I would call the newspaper.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't. She, I don't think she ended up doing that. But, that, or, but you know, know, the
1: local news TV station, and be like, "Oh uh, yeah, my hands were just broken. My cell phone was stolen. I told the bus driver, he didn't do shit." The cops I want you to get this motherfucker's the, face on the nightly news. But it's not, it's not like the shame. cops
2: came to to meet her on this. You know, at the bus stop on mission. I mean, Where the not? cops were just like, "Come to the station and file out a report."
1: What about an ambulance?
2: My hand is broken. Yeah, I don't think she called an ambulance for that. All right, I'd so, be
1: making a fucking scene, and I'd <laughs> <hat>, just
2: wailing.
0: <laughs> Whoa,
1: buddy, I'm hey, just I'll saying, never it's, play the
2: piano again. If you got up and went to the bus driver, and you're like, "Hey, bus driver, I think there's a guy with a gun. He's waving it around back there. Maybe we should do something." I bet you the bus driver's just like, "Whatever."
1: No, <laughs> I mean that's a caricature of a San Francisco bus driver. Are you thinking the sit in the in the, in the The story of your coworker, because it had already happened, maybe that's a little bit more uh, apathy comes to the forefront. But if a guy has a gun and is potentially going to shoot somebody, the bus driver's not just going to be like, whatever. I hope it's not me and keep making all the stops. I mean, come on. He's going to call the cops and be like, listen, there's a guy with a gun on my bus. I'm on this route. I'm at this stop. Please try and intercept at some point. I mean, that's what they do on BART.
2: Yeah, that's true. And then, and, but, but Bart has its own is uh, his own police force. Whereas the doesn't have but, anything like that. I think. I mean, in that situation, I think I would try to warn the bus driver. I definitely would exit the bus and call up. Yeah, call the other 911. option
1: is calling nine one one yourself and saying, even if you, you got know, off, I just got number. off this bus. There's a guy with a gun on it. i you know, it's this time. It just left this stop. You better go get it.
2: But I mean, do you think that would have prevented the murder here in this situation? It sounds like this guy was just ready to kill somebody. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> And I think that's part Which of is driving. why I
1: still think in a righteous world with like actual real men living in it, uh, you know, everybody ta- like the biggest dudes on the bus getting together and tackling the shit out of the guy and pounding his face in would be better. But I know that's not going to happen, and I know I'm not that guy.
2: I, I could see you you just being like, all right, on the count of three, one, two, three, and you by yourself because the other guys are just like, no, I'm I'm a vegetarian and <laughs> right, I'm I'm a pacifist and I live in San Francisco and. We don't do that type of activity. We can talk to Maybe we should talk to him. Find out he why he has disturbed. a gun.
1: disturbed. <laughs> and he's ethnic. I don't want to be, I don't want to come off
2: as racist. I don't want to be racist here. Like, Plus, how I'm do huffing you know? my
1: farts out of this Chardonnay glass. <laughs> too busy.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, when you, when you ride public transit in San Francisco, I almost would rather be more engrossed in my tablet so I can forget where I'm actually, who I'm sitting next to, who I'm smelling right now. Who I have to listen to for the next thirty minutes while I'm on this disgusting train ride back home. I mean, that's what's really
1: was happening because we've established that they didn't just not notice him. That doesn't happen. They were just willfully ignoring it, being like, "It's not my problem. (laughs) If I get off this bus, that's my best option to get off this bus and do nothing and just be be done with this and not be involved, not get involved."
2: I mean, it's a gun, but would you? Okay, would you have the same reaction if the guy just you know had a butterfly knife and he was swinging around? You know, I don't know. Probably
1: not. You'd have less. You'd be like, well, you know, people have knives and he's being an asshole about it,
2: but he might stab somebody. Or a ninja star. I mean, I just wonder if like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, a gun escalates the situation, right? Like he, like that motherfucker could easily kill somebody right now. Or it was with a knife. You're like, you might stab somebody, but he's just trying to, you know, intimidate people into, into calling him out.
2: I remember seeing this homeless guy cleaning out like the the ick-nasty underneath his toenails like a big-ass Bowie knife. And I was just, like, watching him, like, this is weird. a like Crocodile Dundee. There was just some disgusting, disheveled homeless guy, and I was just, like, looking at him thinking, should I be alarmed I'm sitting here and this guy has a big, huge knife? But, nah, fuck it, who cares? And I think a lot of people in San Francisco have, like, developed that attitude, so it doesn't surprise me that something like this would happen. Right. It does surprise me that someone wouldn't try to stop a guy from ruining that fountain show, though. That's a travesty. <laughs>
1: I mean, it only <laughs> happens eight times a day.
2: I know. But I mean, think of all those tourists who went to Vegas and the night was ruined. Like that girl that I was I know, with. They had to wait an hour and a half for it to happen again. Exactly. And by that time, you're too wasted. You're at home paying. You're you're back at, the, you're back at your room paying for sex from some, uh, some escort. Some Hura. $30 hua. Anyway, people, this is there episode 402 it. here, of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We read them here on the show. Uh, if we give you credit, um, we will uh, send you a sticker on care package. Uh, you can send your stories, sticker on com. we got some good ones, some good ins. Pass me some of the good ins. we got some good the ones big'uns. here uh, this week. Uh, before we get to our first uh, story, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com.
1: It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new
0: into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift
2: so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukaki. and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So the first story we got here came in from Aaron. Aaron writes, this is D in about 10 years, but it will be a Taco Bell, not a McDonald's.
1: Yeah, there's not many options for you at McDonald's.
2: I don't even know if they – I don't even think they have a veggie burger. I don't care about I'm sure they do, but – Do they?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they do. They have that disgusting fish
2: burger, that McFish sandwich.
1: they They had the fish version of the chicken nuggets for a while, but I don't think they went over too well. The McFish bites.
2: Yeah, the fried carp. They call uh, they call fish. It's just white fish. It's disgusting. <laughs> a pensioner accused of trying to force McDonald's drive-through worker to touch him while he masturbated. That's a uh, randy old man. Some of those Um,
1: in the Midwest, you know, some of those McDonald's employees are quite fetching.
2: This actually isn't in the Midwest. See if you can figure out where this took place. Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it out. What do I win? Called Wildwood, Florida. (laughs) I would try. Wilding down there in the wood. I think an incident like this should be, is probably considered a sporting event in Florida drive through wanking. I'm sure that's just something like, oh, really? Have you you tried that at the McDonald's? I love doing it at the Burger King. I do it every well, like Thursday. They, they've had
1: they have, they've been having these like viral prank things, you know, like the coning. Remember that?
2: And that dumbass that does like – he'll put like a manic – or no, he'll like rig up his car so it looks like no one's driving it. Like a ghost pulls He's up. He's wearing
1: and- like a – chair-shaped costume and like he'll film seat. the
2: reactions of the uh drive through employees
1: yeah that's a little more elaborate but like the coning one anybody could do right you just order the ice cream cone and when they hand it to you you grab the actual not the cone part but the actual soft serve part that was, remember that, remember that was big for a <laughs> wait, while. Wait, wait, i don't get Did it dream
2: hand it? you the cone and you get you grab the you grab the ice cream part
1: yeah there's, you know, just look it up on YouTube. There's tons of
2: videos. And then what happens? You get ice cream all over your hand.
1: Right, but it freaks the 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 McDonald. I don't even know what you call that position. The McDonald's the drive-through window. lady. Yeah, the drive-through lady or guy. Like they just don't know what to do. They're like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is old shit. Don't laugh so hard. I mean, it, should, it
2: should be a crime though to do that. Yeah, it should be a federal crime,
0: <laughs>
1: except the federal government's shut down, so they'll never know.
2: Well, listen—okay, listen to this. Steve Orville Clemens. You never hear that name, Orville, anymore. Only in Florida. Uh,
1: well, in, in the popcorn industry.
2: Yeah, the popcorn industry still goes—I I don't think there's any uh, relation here, but maybe.
1: Do you think Orville Redenbacher and uh, the Colonel Sanders ever hung out? Because they have, like, a similar thing going on.
2: I think if they ever met, it'd be like Highlander or Fight to the Death— oh.
1: What if Dave Thomas, he's just not even on their level. He's a buffoon.
2: I would love to see that fight though. Yeah. I'd put my money on the Colonel.
1: Of course. He's, he's a military man. Yeah. (laughs) He's a (laughs) Colonel. Yeah. But Orville Orville is just like a nerdy fucking popcorn scientist. Fuck him.
2: Yeah. But he's crafty. He's like Heisenberg.
1: He would come up with some type of scheme.
2: That's true. That's what I think. Um, So Steve Orville Clemens, 69 years old, is alleged to have grabbed the woman's hand and tried to drag her towards his crotch as he sat half naked in his car. So it sounds like to me that he was trying to pull her through the drive through window and into his window of his car while he was wearing no pants and having a wink.
1: Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds <laughs> like the,
2: I'm, the scheme. What I'm surprised about this is a couple things here. One, uh, I'm surprised he's he's that like aroused, and that Randy at the age of 69. But I guess they have uh, uh, drugs for that now. Yeah, um, I'm also surprised that a McDonald's employee could fit through the drive-through window and through the window of his car because I've been <laughs> through many McDonald's and a lot of those drive-through employees could not fit through a window.
1: Uh but maybe I see what you're getting at.
2: So Clemens faces a misdemeanor battery charge for the incident, which took place in Wildwood, Florida, at 540 p.m. Uh, this past September. drive through wanking, a sporting event in Florida, and that's why I'm not surprised that something like this would occur in Florida. What I'm surprised about, though, is how do you think the, the McDonald's employee here initially had no idea the driver was not wearing any trousers? That's a danger. Well, it's hard to see into the, you know, he's got his door shut. Yeah, but th- I think that's a danger of uh, working the drive-through. You don't. I really bet you know. it happens
1: all the time. Not getting dragged through, but um, w- what do you call that? Where you like people to see you naked? What's it? Exhibitionist. Exhibitionist. Yeah, I think I they bet probably you go to go through the drive-through through. all. I bet you that's one of the favorite things is to go through the drive-through with our dick out. Have you ever worked a drive-through window? I yeah, have. you worked no, at Little no. Caesars, not this casino, but the actual pizza place. <laughs> they don't have a drive-through.
2: <laughs> no, I, Your just sister worked, I just worked at to like, the, the, the bigger
1: back. sit-down chains, like Red Lobster and Olive Garden.
2: But no drive-through. My sister worked at Taco Bell for a day.
1: Did she ever work? Oh, well, that's, that's not yeah. long enough. I worked at Burger King. I'd like King to talk to week. somebody who's worked, a female who's worked a drive-through window, and ask her how common it is
2: that guys just drive up like with their I bet there. you it happens at least every, every shift. I would say every week. You think every week? they? Have, well, it depend, I think it depends. It depends like, on how busy are
1: you talking about in, in the Florida? neighborhood that you live in. If you look up the Megan's Law website and there's a ton of sex offenders in your neighborhood of your McDonald's, it probably happens more often.
2: Are you talking about in Florida or in, in Ohio or Michigan? <laughs> I'm sure in Florida it happens like every shift. Pro, you're probably right. So uh, the employee noticed he was performing a sexual act on himself after giving his change back. He then grabbed her hand and attempted to pull it towards his crotch. I'm not quite sure what he planned to do there. Did, did he think she would just finish him off?
1: You know, touch the dick.
2: It, but I mean, was it was he, a woman on point, your penis? was he at <laughs> he like, the right. point? But was he at the point of climax? Don't know. If
1: he is, that's pretty. I mean, you're driving, you're ordering, and beating off, and ke- keeping your mental focus on climaxing. I mean, that's. I don't think so. I think he's just jerking it, and he wants her to touch the dick, and then he'll drive off. She'll be disgusted. they will drive off, and then that's in the spank bank, and then he, you know, pulls up behind the dumpster and finishes himself off there. Tries to get away before the cops come.
2: You New know, accurately these non-essential government employees just need to return to work. <laughs> too much time in their hands too much time on there next thing you know down this down. guy's gonna start a podcast right um she closed the window down nine one one. uh the car was spotted by officers about five minutes later in a nearby gas station where what a dumbass. where clemens was arrested you know what he is a dumbass but you know what he could do because of his age just claim dementia i had no idea where was i, I that's did, what i'm gonna do i did who in the what now <laughs> where's my pants i don't have any pants what are pants why not do that well that's what i to do. just go to radio shack with no pants just wink. you can wank anywhere you want if you're a 70 year old man
1: you know the cool kids are always like live fast die young and leave a handsome corpse man that's my plan burning bright like burning shortly like a bright shitty candle that die young stay pretty but I think you were talking about this last week, or maybe it was offline, but uh, or maybe it was on the show. I mean, I can't wait to get old because then I'll just do all the drugs and not worry about the long term effects because the concept of long term no longer exists for me.
2: Yeah, because there's no long term. You, I mean, there's. I don't care if I die next week. This is a pointless. I'm old, I'm an Plus, old man now.
1: The average person who starts using heroin heavily, you know, doesn't die for five years, and I'm 85, and I'm not going to live to 90 anyways.
2: So why not? Just... And then there's
1: also you get to use this great excuse of like
2: oh, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> I might be having a stroke. I mean, why not
1: just? In which case, if they think you're having a stroke, they take you to the hospital and give you more good drugs.
2: Yeah, I mean, why not just pop a bunch of Viagra and just go to a McDonald's drive-through and just wank? And then when I, was they... talk,
1: I was talking to a friend the other day about her uncle. I mean, she's got a bunch of these, or not? So, yeah, uncle. So her dad's you know elderly, and she has all these elderly uncles. And she was telling me in the past about this one guy who's shitty and nobody likes because he was mean to everybody his whole life. And now he wants, now he's, you know, medically ailing cause he's old, it but nobody assistance. wants to be friends with him cause he was mean. And she, and I said, Oh, what's going on with that guy? Cause she was telling me something else about her dad. And she's like, Oh, it just sucks for him because, uh, since nobody likes him, they just, they just give him more. They just give him a lot of drugs. He's just sedated. I'm like, that's incredible. So the bigger of an doesn't asshole you are, bad. the more drugs you get. Yeah, that doesn't sound that bad at all. The less come and bother you.
2: <laughs> I mean, why incredible. not do that? Yeah. I mean, then you don't have to actually deal with like your family members.
1: Yeah, we keep him heavily, heavily drugged up because uh, nobody likes
2: him. He's We're a perfect. Dick. God, you know what? <laughs> I actually have to do this with my brother. <laughs> it sounds like a good way of dealing with Jeffrey. <laughs>
0: He's
1: got to find
2: the right <laughs> drug nuts. Anyway, what do you have here for uh, the second story?
1: Uh, Vincent, listener Vincent says, sent this as he guys, he says, Hey guys, I love the show. Uh, and he says, Wasn't the tornado enough? Because this story happened in Oklahoma City, Uh, Vincent's from parts unknown. He doesn't say where he's from. Was that the past
2: summer? That massive tornado that just
1: killed like hundreds of thousands of people. Okay, maybe that's an exaggeration, but But it 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 definitely uh, did hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage.
2: Yeah, destroyed a lot of plasma TVs, trailers,
1: (laughs) and trailers. Yeah, and trailers.
0: Um, it wasn't
1: It wasn't in Oklahoma City because I remember looking this up. It was like outside of Oklahoma City. It was in you know, a rural area of Oklahoma, which maybe some people think is re- redundant, but Oklahoma City is a decent sized city. Not that yeah, this happened. But I
2: mean, tornadoes are, happen every summer. in uh... Right,
1: but this one was extra bad. I mean, it, sometimes they happen out in the middle of a field. It doesn't matter. This one hit, you know, a center of population.
2: It's because Al Gore is punishing all the non believers.
1: Yeah. Global warming causes tornadoes. Yep. Um, Damn well, you, Al Gore! This is a story about a thief.
2: How many more
0: lives?
1: And he didn't take in many <laughs> lives, but it's still, I would say, on par with a tornado that killed a lot of people and, and destroyed their homes. Many thieves meticulously make sure they don't leave behind any fingerprints or any trace whatsoever. Well,
2: it depends, though. That's like a cat burglar that would be in like the Pink Panther movies. What about a ham burglar? <laughs> he <laughs> <burgles> hands <or laughs> ham burglars hands. Those are some of the most fearsome burglars, by the way.
1: You don't hear so much about burglars anymore because it's almost like a respectable thing, right? You're like, oh, my uncle was a burglar. You're like, oh, did he have a fancy mustache and wear like a Lone Ranger type mask and have a bur- black beret?
2: Well, how come they call cat burglars like people who you know snuck into like a museum to steal like an expensive diamond, and why don't they refer to them as just people who would steal your cat
1: they're quick and they're uh agile <laughs> they're I agile guess. like yeah. a cat there you
2: go but I mean no, okay, me well, now. what about a burglar who steals your cat That would
1: be a feline kidnapper you know yeah, nobody whatever. says like it's oh antics, who <laughs> cares my point is that nobody says like oh my 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 uncle my my great uncle used to fucking steal people's pets <laughs> you're like what an <laughs> asshole <laughs> or you know like my uncle used to like hold people up with knife point and take their their wallet you're like that guy sounds like a cock but if you're like oh my did i ever tell you about my great uncle twice removed who was a burglar <laughs> like oh did he steal the
2: jewels from royalty and stuff well, there's a romanticism <laughs> attached to burgling
1: and that i just nobody calls anybody a burglar anymore because it's just folks that are like most most people who are thieves are stealing from other poor people i find
2: yeah i mean right? like in uh detroit i mean you hear about that all the yeah. time there's just people in any who...
1: you know in any shitty neighborhood it's it's just the poor people stealing it's like the guy who's poor and just is a deadbeat stealing from the guy who's who works but is still poor. Except for like art thieves,
2: art thieves, and there's some brazen yeah, jewelry yeah. thieves in uh, like Luxembourg and in. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe in Europe. In Europe, yeah,
1: maybe in Europe the burgling career is still thriving, but I don't think it's. I don't feel. Like I don't it's think it does in, in the U.S.
2: Maybe because we don't want your shit that's in your trailer.
1: No, we do. Well, I guess we do, but I mean... What we don't want is your art. Like, we don't give a shit about that. I don't want no fucking Picasso. What the hell am I going to do with that?
2: (laughs) I want that plasma TV shit. Break into your trailer to steal your velvet paintings?
1: Yeah, I want said a shit I can sell on Craigslist quickly and buy
2: methamphetamine's with. That's the thing. <laughs> exactly. You, that's that's you, the motivator here in the US. If you
1: steal a Van Gogh, there's like the whole process of like finding a some guy to secretly buy
2: it and put it in his mansion. You got to find a fence. You got to go th- Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. It takes they a do long that time in Europe, to your though. drugs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Are we dealing with a cat burglar here?
1: No. This guy's tried to, he he broke into a place and he stole, uh, of all things, and and, and trust me when I say this, this happened last year, he's on trial right now, he stole a VCR, (laughs) some clothing and a BB gun. (laughs) What the fuck are you going to go steal a VCR for? A VCR, not a DVD player, a VCR.
2: I'm just wondering if that's all that was of value in the home.
1: Yeah, I hope you stole some VCR tapes because you can't get them anywhere anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> even if you try to sell it to a guy, you're like, what do I do with this? If it's a kid, he doesn't even know what it is. What the fuck is this thing, a toaster? Like, no, it's a VCR. And then you'd have to have, like, the big stack of pornos. Like, look, you can look at all this porno on it. And then he would be like, yeah, but I have the internet and I can
2: see, like, any porno I want.
1: Yeah, but this is a VHS. Did a I- did well, we had VCRs
2: it lines in, in <laughs> the 90s. I think the ni-
1: the late 90s. Late 90s. You know, 90s was... a D- even if you stole a DVD player, I'd still be like, what the fuck are you stealing a DVD player? You can go to Best Buy and get one for $20. Well,
2: now even, yeah, DVD players don't even matter. I mean, it's I like, don't even have a DVD player now. I, I have one, but uh, that's because I don't have a video game system. But I'm right. trying to think of uh, when, when was it?
1: The last, when was the last time you stuck a DVD pl- into your DVD player to watch it? You don't um, have one.
2: I showed a girl uh, um, Sling Blade, the movie Sling Blade, which is a DVD.
1: I think Not showing a girl Sling Blade needs to be put in the category of telling her you have chips and salsa.
2: Are <laughs> <laughs> you serving her
1: chips and salsa when you are showing her Sling Blade DVD?
2: The, no, I had a reason. The only reason I did it is because I wanted to be able to talk like Carl while we have sex, and I wanted right. her to know the context.
1: You know you could just type sling blade into youtube and probably find a bunch of clips you don't have to actually get the dvd out all right
2: then (laughs) all right then you convince (laughs) me okay basically all i want to do is i want to be able to grab her titties and be like pass me some of those french fried potatoes and i want her to laugh if if you say it's an excuse to
1: sit on the couch because you can't you're not on the couch in front of your computer that i believe that i buy that's a valid use, but
2: but actually, that's the first DVD I've watched in that DVD player, right? Because usually I just use it for Netflix,
1: right? Which is just yeah,
2: yeah. Just, it's yeah. the first DVD I've watched in that DVD player probably in three years because I just yeah, I, I don't even I don't even think I own more than six DVDs.
1: The, the fact that this guy stole a VCR is not the point of the story. That's not what is as horrifying as the Oklahoma, more Oklahoma tornado.
2: What did he do with the VCR? Did he try to like on it? And the guy gave him a dollar.
1: He was probably on drugs at the time, right? Not drinking, not thinking straight.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't think, I don't think the thought process was too smooth here.
1: I think these are the, the three fates of Oklahoma city. Barbara Odell, Maria Tudor and Shaquita law are neighbors of the victim. None of them are the victim. The neighbors neighbors are the victim. victim. And they have commentary. They're like the three Fates. Is that what's in <laughs> the Macbeth? The fates, or they the... the fates, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they like they talk to Macbeth and I'm like, oh, prophecy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, this is, what this is the
2: ghetto Oklahoma version of Macbeth. I didn't say ghetto. You did.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable! I just can't believe it. That's Barbara O'Dell. Oh my God, that is so disgusting. Says Maria Tudor, another neighbor. I think it's disgusting, agrees Shaquita Chiqu- Law, also a neighbor. Breaking in is bad enough, but to do that, that's
2: just really bad.
1: <laughs> what did he do? Now we, now we go on to the...
2: Doth break into the apartment.
1: <laughs> okay, do it.
2: This is the whole
1: Shakespearean <laughs> version.
2: It is in poor taste that he doth has. Like <laughs>
1: unto a log in the river, you have left evidence sorry i'm going getting ahead of myself uh that was more like a sonnet really yeah that was my i was wondering you that
2: there <laughs> brant cassidy
1: is a is a dna tester in the oklahoma city area he says in most crime scenes there are going to be fluids or skin cells saliva blood any kind of tissue explains Brandt, who's the director of dna Solutions which is a company that the cops go to to analyze this type of stuff. Williams did leave behind tissue. Toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Wait
2: a second. He... As well as his feces in the toilet. Oh, he did even flush? No. So the guy breaks into someone's house and takes a shit and doesn't flush.
1: He didn't upper deck, which would have been even worse. Yeah, he took I... a shit in the bowl, and then he leaves the log there. Who does that? <laughs>
2: I don't even know. I don't even do that at, like, you know, people's houses that I don't, that, that I don't like. I don't even do it at my own house.
1: I don't want like, to go back and look at a log that's, like, three hours old.
2: I courtesy flush, so I don't even have to see it myself.
1: In your own home? You cur- I, we've had this discussion before. I know, I we have.
2: You, you courtesy flush yourself. I just don't want to see it. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's a health issue, though. You should you should smell your own shits to be like, I don't think I've been eating right. You probably don't have that problem. No, I
2: smell know. it, but I mean, I flush it down before. I don't inspect it. I'm not like John Steele, like taking a <laughs> picture a of it to send to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> There's a little bit of a complication, though, and, and you should teach your children not to do this. If, uh, if you come home from shopping or wherever the hell you go in Oklahoma City, uh, and the children find a mystery turd in the toilet. You don't flush it. It could be Santa's turd. If if they're little kids and you want to like convince them not to flush, you'd be like that might be Santa's turd because the kids flushed the
2: toilet. It they could be in Mr. Hanky.
1: You you shouldn't be letting your little children watch that. <laughs> part,
0: <first of> all.
1: <laughs> so tell them it might be Santa's turd. Maybe the Easter bunnies. Maybe the tooth fairies. And be like we want to save that because then the police come. And they send it back to Santa because he's a good guy.
2: Yeah, but that might confuse. Them. And then they're probably going to like take it out of the toilet and save right. it. And like, you
1: don't want your kids touching the turd. You do <laughs> not want true. your
2: kids touching feces.
1: I might not have thought this all the way through. Okay. I admit it.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think it's better just to say if it's yellow, it's mellow. If it's brown, flush it down.
1: If it's your turd, flush it. But if you ever come in here and there's a mystery turd, don't flush it.
2: Find out who dealt the turd. It's important. <laughs> they flushed the turd
1: (laughs) is the point but that's so leaving a turd in a toilet is egregious we've agreed upon that but what about this you wipe your ass and you just throw the (laughs) shitty piece of toilet paper on the ground (laughs) what in the fuck is this what is this normal in Oklahoma City
2: I I don't know I I don't know (laughs) where 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 is it that you would just, I mean, just like wipe your ass on the carpet? I don't know. Why use toilet paper at all?
1: First of all, if you're going to burgle somebody, don't shit in the bathroom there while you're there. Just hold And If you're going to do it. that, flush it. And if you're, gonna, if you're not going to flush it, at least put the toilet paper in the bowl in the hopes that the kids are going to flush it before the cops get there. Because what happened is the kids flush the turd, but the cops were like, we left his <laughs> shitty toilet paper there. And they sent it down to the crime lab. Which, before the show, you and I were talking about the fact that I did not know that your DNA is in your turd.
2: I Yeah, I didn't know that they could DNA test uh, feces either.
1: Which, actually, you can't. Well, you can, but the, your DNA is not in the turd, right? Like, the chicken that you ate, or in your case... The legume, the green bean. <laughs> green beans have DNA, right? Plants have DNA, do they? Of celery. The celery does a plant. Celery have DNA. I
2: think they have plant DNA. Yeah, they do have DNA. Okay, some kind of molecular like that's what's in your herd, Is the shit that you ate that DNA? Yeah, but okay, <laughs> but what about? You know, pieces of your large intestine, pieces of your digestive tract that are just pieces of
1: the skin. It turns out, because I read the article, so I know I'm scientifically educated about this now. Pieces of the skin around, and I'm making a motion with my pen, which is around your butthole, get onto the turd. And actually, even more so, they get onto the paper because you're scraping your ass with the paper, right? If you know how to wipe properly.
2: What would have happened if this guy brought his own wet wipes? The wet
1: wipe question is uh, it's an unanswered question.
2: I wonder what would have happened with that.
1: <laughs> because the wet wipe, there's chemicals on it that might you know, damage the DNA and make it non-recoverable by Brant Cassidy. You
2: know, I, not to change the subject, but not to digress that much, but I read an interview oh, please, with, with Bruno Mars who said that men are allowed to use toilet paper. Women need to use wet wipes
1: people are so obsessed with their buttholes (laughs) these days i mean it makes me long for the days when you just like there was like a piece of bark in the outhouse and just like yeah my butthole smells because i only take a shower once a month and i wipe my ass with that piece of bark that by the way everybody else also wipes their ass with the same piece of bark
2: you know what do you want but bruno mars will not bed a woman who doesn't have uh, wet wipes in her bathroom
1: I just think people—they're like—we're Americans—are obsessed with cleanliness now, and I guess I—it's I, nice that everybody's clean and doesn't smell, but I think it's going—it's going too far. And and the fucking antibacterial hand soap, like anytime you touch an, you shake another person's hand, you got to use the antibacterial cream or whatever. Like,
2: well, you guys. like a little bit of fecal matter in the in the the butthole area
1: i'm just saying it's a butthole that's what comes feces comes out of it and yeah if i'm gonna have a sex with a woman it'd be nice if she took a shower first and scrubbed around down there but do i expect her 24 hours a day to never have a molecule of shit anywhere near her ass crack no
2: i don't care Wackily, you're no Bruno Mars. That's for sure.
1: Well, you know, like Howard Stern is the same way. And he has OCD. This is an OCD. OCD is becoming more
2: and more acceptable. Well, it's becoming more commonplace.
1: And my mom has mild OCD with the cleaning all the time. And so I know just how, like, ridiculous it can get. And anytime I see it getting more accepted, it offends me. And also, you know, the whole thing, like, they're ruining the the immune system, our herd immunity of our whole species and culture by constantly using antibacterial shit to where like you know your bodies now cannot deal with any kind of bacteria and it's strengthened the bacteria that's out there is getting stronger to overcome the active antibacterials it's is that why we have the
2: super gonorrhea right now probably i live in fear of that one i forgot where i was
1: well anyways they found this guy by the uh, dna on the toilet paper one of the fates has another thing to say. She says, "Shame on you! That's disgusting. You deserve to get caught, not because he stole shit. Remember,
0: let's
2: interpret <laughs> this statement." Tp on the floor, <laughs> and
1: he doesn't, sh- and he doesn't flush the shit, the turd down the toilet. Charles <laughs> Charles Markwell Williams. They never say what how old he was, but I saw the picture, and he can't be any older than thirty six. He looked five. like he is
2: about yeah early thirties. He's
1: probably maybe even his late twenties. He is uh, in the Oklahoma County Jail tonight with no bond. Not getting out.
2: So Charles doesn't seem like a criminal mastermind to me. Obviously, he's not very meticulous. Doesn't cover I think up. His he, tracks. I think
1: he's a. I don't think he's dumb. I just think he's the personification of YOLO. You
2: only, you only live, live only once? once. I think you say
1: that right. Am I? I'm sounding like an asshole, old guy. No, but it's true. I think
2: I think he's just. Uh, he's just apathetic. He's
1: like shit. I'm, what do I need in here? That fucking. Uh, Oh, is that clothing? That is that a BB gun? Shit, I love BB guns. You know that's not worth anything, right? Nobody's going to buy a BB gun off you. I just want it. And that Ugh. VCR? Shit, I'll take that. I finally get to watch the old bootlegs of Barney Miller
2: I have. But that's what I find amusing about this story is that there's a break-in, a VCR was stolen, some clothing, and a BB gun. And the police are like, call in the DNA analysts. We found Andy, the toilet Andy paper.
1: No, and he has no – he's in jail with no bond. Like he can't even bail out. Yeah, for like I mean
2: why, why would they even – you'd think the cops would be like, he's still a, v, he's still a what? A VCR? Uh, let's yeah. just go. <laughs> go grips. Right. Well, let's get back to our and, donuts. He's black and it's the South. <laughs> I know, but they're like, okay, let's uh, – you know. maybe they already like brought out the, 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 the DNA analysts to like analyze yeah. the fecal matter on the toilet paper. Are they taking hair samples? Bringing yeah, up the thought liability. police? Jesus. I, I don't even know. I, I, I bet she's going to get the chair for not uh, flushing his toilet paper.
1: The throne. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in the chair for, for this crime, if it was me, I, yeah, I would totally let loose right before they, they juiced me. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. I would do it on purpose. Famous last shit. Well, so there you go, people. If you're going to burgle a house, don't, don't, don't be a turd burglar. Just uh, just, just Wait. And do your turd later. You know, go to the bathroom afterwards. Why not steal the VCR, then leave the home, go to your house, and then before you plug in the VCR, go do your business.
1: Do you ever, you ever live in a nasty apartment, like with other dudes, and the toilet is just gross and never gets cleaned, but you're not going to clean it because then you're the guy who cleans the toilet, but then, and then you go to somebody's house with a nice, pristine bathroom, and you're just like, oh my God. Luxury. I think that's what happened.
2: <laughs> uh, people, send your stories at on Podcast, Hotmail.com. we got some phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is the number. Uh, before we get to our first phone call, here's a word from our second sponsor, Audible.com.
0: Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Every night with my star friends, we eat caviar. And drink.
2: All right, Wackily, well, um, we got a few phone calls here at the Stick the Wrong Hotline. I uh, mentioned last week that we received a follow up call to the camping trip story where the this guy ended up meeting a girl in OKCupid, okay invited her out to a camping trip with his. I think it was Plenty
1: of Fish, but okay.
2: Plenty of Fish, whatever, one of those dating sites. And I think he ended up uh, just ripping a fart in her face, right? Didn't he, didn't he fart while she was like going down on him? And then she wanted to leave. And did we, she leave? I can't remember. Well, We called bullshit on it. And I think this guy called back to defend himself. So let's listen to uh, Camping Trip Part 2.
3: Hey, D. how? Hey, Lance. It's, uh, it's Uncle Ian um yeah thanks for playing my uh, message the other day about the camping trip i can't believe you thought i was making that shit up i mean come I on still do come on not guys. out of full cloth but e- elaborating a, yeah fair enough i suppose yeah, yeah so think about it um just to recap on what happened you asked a few questions at the end and i thought uh, i was running out of time didn't want to make the message too long so i bridged it a little bit but uh yeah basically just to recap what was going on um obviously Went camping with my brother and his girlfriend. Um, invited to go along, haven't met before. Um, she turned up. Um, had a few drinks, drinking loads of cider, loads of wine, loads of fizzy drinks. Um, <laughs> got the tent up. Jumped in there, sorted things out. She started um, you know, giving me a, a blow. I have to say, quite uncomfortable. Really high suction. Um, I kind of <laughs> put my knees. I was lying on my back, put my knees up um, near my oh, chest. The knees so, up.
1: You know, now it's coming yep. back to
2: me. Wait, wait. He's got his knees up against his chest, but his knees, his legs must be spread open. So he's holding his knees up against his chest while she's sucking his dick.
1: Which seems uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like I just don't know. She's bending her cock, erect cock at a strange angle at that point. I feel like if I pull my knees up and I'm hard... My cock is like
2: pressed against her stomach. Pressed, but she's pulling it back to uh, obviously stick it in her mouth. I, I don't see. Are different. But I don't see <laughs> I how this is a. It seems like a very compromising position for this type of sexual activity. But maybe he'll explain why he's doing this.
1: Or when he's saying he puts his knees up, is that a euphemism for he's like forcing her to stop sucking his cock and lick his taint
2: maybe that's what he's trying to do Start, is he's getting her to give yeah. him a to toss a salad and it's like yeah. a a a non-verbal cue
3: basically stop her from sucking me too much um and yeah um anyway next thing she pushes my sort of buttocks up pushes my knees up near my shoulders i suppose really and uh, starts as I said before, licking my ass, which I have to say is a bit of a weird <laughs> sensation. Um, but, you know, at the same time, not wholly unpleasant. That's just a bit a weird. Bit kind of weird but it's a bit weird. If you know it's a bit weird like of a sensation. You, all, um, you know, you've got a girl going down and you're, just, you're giving your head and uh, you feel a bit of wind coming. And obviously it's uh, you know bad etiquette, I think, really, to sort of let one rip when someone's sucking you off. Bad etiquette, really? <laughs> That's an what understatement. Is,
1: what does uh, Emily Post have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
2: me, Miss Manners. For are the rules different for women? Not really. I, I if think anybody's
1: going down on you of either sex, same sex, of opposite sex. If they're going down on your genitalia, you shouldn't fart.
3: You should hold your flatulence. Right um believe me when someone's sticking their tongue in your ass and you feel a bit of pressure it's even worse but that said when someone's sticking their tongue literally not just rimming you but literally tongue fucking you it was almost impossible she's lubricating my sort of ass if you like with her tongue and even though i sort of i would
1: almost propose i would postulate which is like an unproven theory and i don't, it could go either way if somebody's sucking your cock then it's rude to fart. Or if you're licking out a girl's vagina, it's rude for her to fart. But now tell me this, if I've got my tongue up your ass, I would postulate that I'm already tasting butthole. <laughs> now, is it less rude to fart at that point? Like now it's just air. I mean, you already have, you have your tongue inside my asshole. You are tasting what my butthole tastes like. Is a, is a fart any I mean, do you even notice it? Well, Yeah,
2: you would because there's, okay, there's, he's, she's tasting the butthole, which might have a little bit of feces in there, but probably not. The guy sounds like he might be a clean gentleman. So, I mean, it probably just tastes like another <laughs> area of skin. He's yeah, camping. but okay. But I'm just saying when you let go, you break wind and it's a big gas fume of just fart odor right mm-hmm. in her mouth. It's going, to right. kill the it's, it's going to kill like the I mood. It's going to kill the mood. Like I said,
1: like I said, it was a postulate, and I think you've proven me. Right. I think you're right. What about a what if a it little what if
2: a little Duke came out because he's already tasting the, the butthole? Like a nug? It's just a little nug, like the size <laughs> of a peanut M and M. That's a, a peanut M M&M, and M. It's huge. <laughs> How big is your nug? Like a Rolo, a size of a Rolo.
1: My nug would be like a caper.
2: Yeah, that's that's not even a nug. That's a pebble. That's a I pebble. The,
1: no, I don't know the nomenclature of
2: I'm particles am I'm using it like in terms of candy. Like a nugget is a nuggets usually like a chunk of chocolate. So I'm saying like What about a... a, what about a uh, I'm saying a Rollo or a Milk Dud. A Milk Dud. A th- Milk Dud size.
1: gigantic.
2: Okay, I'm just saying... What about a nerd? Well, she's probably in your butthole. There's probably nerds... You know, dingleberry sized nerds in there anyway.
1: (laughs) Once again, if she's licking my dingleberries, what does it matter if I fart? But I think, yeah, okay. It's still rude.
2: I just think it's rude just because the uh, the obnoxious noise, like the, the noise is what's provoking.
3: Tempting to a certain extent. The gas had to go somewhere. Because tongue is and, in there, uh, right? Yeah, bottom line. It's in like a w- high wine. Blowing one of the Sorry. largest, I don't know if it smelled, to be fair, but it certainly was one of the loudest farts I think I've probably ever done. Oh, you know, know a wet if it smelled. for sure. Lubricated by a saliva. Anyway, <laughs> you asked what happened afterwards. Um, That's I mean, what I wanted to be fair, to I was thinking at the time, can I kind of... Um, you know, ignore it and pretend it didn't happen but no. i was a bit pissed but even then i thought no clearly she was on the receiving end of it she must have known so I just blew her hair back <laughs> laughing <laughs> made light of it i suppose really you know, end up sort of you know fucking her in the ass all night anyway after going down the pub and grabbing some fish and chips on the way back and i like um, i like yes, english, camping. You-
1: english camping sounds better than american camping because
3: it, you've been
1: camping with me, and I can assure you that the times that you went, all of them are like this. There's never any women, and plus, there's no fucking pub. With fish yeah, that's and chips what I'm saying. It's,
2: usually, it's in a rural area that's completely isolated. There's no women. It's just dudes. It's kind of gay, actually. It's very gay. And then you think <laughs> exactly. about like here, it's like English camping. You go to like a camp area. It sounds like their campsite's right next to a pub.
1: You order some birds off the internet. They show up. They blow you. Then you go to the bar.
2: You can fart in their face. They don't care. Well,
1: I wasn't going to put that a point on it, but yeah,
3: all so the apparently,
2: stuff
3: Drink enough Stella. Who knows what will happen? Time's after. Um, what was one thing or another after that? Can't think why. But, um, yeah, that's the details, guys. Genuine story, not bullshit. Um, take care. As I said before, love the show. Take care. See you soon. Bye.
2: You know what I think it happened in this situation and why this woman is a bit of an exception? He's fucking a nasty slag. A northern bird. A northern slag is what he's fucking. I don't think a normal girl first of all, I don't think a regular girl like uh, I don't think Poppy Poppy Thorne is like on plenty of fish, and be like, "Oh, you're camping. I've never met you. Sure, I'll come out and camp with you." And then she goes <laughs> out and gets drunk, and t- with some random dude f- drives 45 miles to go Whoa. meet some random dude, and then hooks up with him, and then licks his ass the first time they ever have sex.
1: Let's just agree for my own sanity
2: that's not Poppy Thorne. Because that would just ruin me. <laughs> I just don't think Poppy would never do that. But I, I will think say, there are other I mean, girls that would do that.
1: Slagness is all relative. I know. I mean, for a girl to come out and do this to one of us, I mean, I would question whether she was fully, <laughs> like, birthed by two humans and not some sort of a, like, a hog-human a hybrid or, like, a hog and a gorilla got together or some type I of... I would a...
2: question the number of chromosomes she has. <laughs>
1: maybe even an amphibian <laughs> got together with some kind of a walrus <laughs> and she sh- But if Uncle Ian... Maybe Uncle Ian... Is this extremely handsome guy? Then maybe the kind of girl that goes and licks his asshole out in a campsite that he farts upon, maybe she just looks like a normal girl that would date us. I, I mean, I, she's a I slag to it. him. It, she's a, she's a, a slag to him, but that's what I'm saying.
2: I'm just saying normal girls don't lick a guy's ass. But
1: normal is, is all I'm saying well, is normal. I, I agree with
2: well, what But what I love about this story.
1: Because maybe she's thinking like, oh, this guy's so hot. And plus he's rich. I mean, he drove his Lamborghini to the campsite.
2: His Jaguar. I'm just going to go
1: for it. And hopefully Jaguar. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going to bring, pull out all the so, stuff. So
2: you're assuming that Uncle Ian looks like Daniel Craig. No, I'm just not <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig's just ripping a fart in, in a Bond you're, girl's mouth. You're just making mouth.
1: assertions that you have no proof for. I, I'm keeping the, op- I'm keeping a. What
2: I like about this is the way he handled the situation. And I wonder if I'd have done the same. You fart during sex, which I've done before. What do you do? Do you say, Oh my God, I'm sorry. Do you try to ignore it and pretend it didn't happen? Or do you just laugh?
1: Yeah. You're trying to ignore it until it's unignored. I,
2: I laugh. I'm just like, whoops. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's, a but good that's kind of what, what he action. did. He yeah. just laughed about it. I was just like, whoops. And then she laughed. And then they went to the pub, had some fish and chips and they came back and shagged her a few more times. In the bum. Like, yeah, he he shagged her in the bum a few more times. So, (laughs) this uh, guy's. There's a lot of fecal action going on here in this tent. I hope they use wet wipes. I don't know if they did.
1: (laughs) I hope they sprayed the tent (laughs) out afterwards. He probably borrowed it from his friend and didn't wash it at all. It's just like, the (laughs) tent, mate.
2: Yeah, after they swapped mud. Probably not a good idea. Uh, we got another call here about a guy who's who's got a bone to pick with us, I?
3: You guys are assholes. Since uh, Gandolfini died, I remember there used to be a show called Sopranos. And I remember that I never actually watched that show, so I decided to go. So off and on for a few months, I've been watching an episode here, an episode there. Finally, I'm on season six, like the middle of season six. I'm pretty excited. I keep trying to hold myself back from just going to the last episode and watching it because I I got all of them already. And I'm not doing it because I want to, you know, build up suspense and I'm kind of excited. I only have, like, 10 episodes left to go. It's been kind of a long running. i listen to your podcast and you guys fucked it up for me. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that there, regularly? Well, first of all, we should
1: provide contact. Like, we were discussing the end of Breaking Bad and the end of Dexter. We're discussing and, you know, finales. Finales and... Sopranos has this classic finale that, I, first that of all, everybody
2: every, knows the show. When did the show end in 2007? Or even so- earlier. I think I mean, it was there's a statute of
1: limitations on spoilers.
2: I mean, we don't even have to preface it with a spoiler for certain, for certain shows, for a show that ended its run in 2006. Do we have to preface that? It was seven years ago. Exactly. Come Uh, on, man Get with the program What else else have you been watching? Like, are you so far behind with your This guy probably still owns a VCR
1: He's probably going to call in next week and be like Oh, by the way, I also just started watching (laughs) Newhart And you fucked that up for me too
2: Thanks for ruining Newhart for me
1: By the way, I just went to see Romeo and Juliet At the local theater (laughs) production company (laughs) Thanks for telling me they both commit suicide at the end, you fucking pricks.
2: So, what is the statute of limitations? By the way, I didn't
1: even know there were three fates in Macbeth. Thanks for ruining that, too. I'm never watching anything again.
2: What, what is the statute of limitations for, uh, for a TV series? Did you look <laughs> there, it up? Online? I did look it up,
1: but I closed the webpage. But there's different rules for different types of things. Like, they say that like a reality program, as soon as it's done, you can go on the internet. And just be like, I can't believe Snooki got punched in the face. Like nobody's allowed to be like, "You ruined the Jersey Shore episode five of season three because you told me Snooki got punched in the face." Because people are like, "Oh shit, I got to go see that shit because it's reality, fake reality, right?"
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: But for like a narrative TV show, they maybe say like, "You got to give them a whole people a whole day because they televote
2: it." I would say, so you know, sometimes with that, like Breaking Bad, for example. You know, as soon as the the episode played on Sunday night, I don't have cable, so I got to wait for the torrent to come out. And right. So I'd watch it usually the next night, or maybe on Tuesday or something.
1: And you could stay off of Twitter, stay off of too, Twitter, or like skim it and be like, "Oh, that's talking about Breaking Bad." I'm not going to look at
2: that and scroll past. Yeah, it. you stay off of Twitter. You stay off of those sites, and that. But but that's only for about a week. Sopranos ended, I don't know, six years ago. Right. You know, You're sorry, to a buddy.
1: Podcast. And you just didn't, you know, now it's ruined for you. Because you listen to a podcast six years later and they talked about the ending.
2: Hey, dude, you should watch Deadwood. By the way, Deadwood only lasted three seasons because they cut funding. And it just had a shitty end. It didn't even really have an ending. Right. I just ruined Deadwood for you there, buddy.
1: (laughs) I do like that we tried to think up what the ending to The Wire was and you've never seen it, but I was just like, I can't even remember. <laughs> There's too much shit that
2: happened. There's too many shows that are out right now, but hey, you know, I probably ruined Dexter for the guy. I doubt he watched all of those. Don't even bother. I mean,
1: if you, yeah. <laughs> You're doing the guy a favor. <laughs> Fucking show.
2: Call the Signal Hotline, 206-666-3846. We have one time for one email here. A girl has a problem with me, apparently. Uh, this email is sent to com. Sarah, she writes, hey, guys, I have something to, something to discuss with D. D. you don't have to act like such a tough guy to make us like you. Sometimes I feel like you're trying to make yourself out to be more badass than you really are. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just asking if you can show your true gentle self more often.
1: Sounds like she is criticizing that.
2: You're more sexy and compelling when you're acting more sensitive and not saying words like retard. Um. Ugly words like retard. Thanks, I liked how this letter Sarah.
1: started, and I don't like how it ended.
2: She doesn't. She doesn't approve my use of the word retard.
1: Right, but she called you sexy and compelling. Yeah, I, I don't understand that
2: either. Really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> remember, yeah, there was some shows where you talked about your dog. <laughs> I think the ladies like I that. talked
2: about a dog.
1: Yeah, the fucking dog. I can't remember the
2: last time I've uh, heard a girl, a woman, a girl, a woman say you're sexy and compelling. Usually I get, you're tolerable. Mm-hmm. Your and mom used to say that, Slightly funny. <laughs> yeah, my mom D- My mom would say, you're tolerable.
1: You're sexy and compelling, D. <laughs> All yeah. the girls see it. They just don't show it.
2: You know, why is it so she thinks I act like a tough guy because I say the word retard? It makes me come across as like an officious person that just, just doesn't care about other people's feelings. Yeah. That I jaded. Can just, I, I'm i just jaded. You come and across like, as
1: jaded. You have a, a jaded affectation.
2: I, you know, I might, but I might be, I, I am mean, slightly on, jaded now. You were saying, oh,
1: we went to Vegas. We just stayed in the room. But you're not like, I went to Circus Circus and saw the clowns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I took her to see the goddamn fountain show. I didn't know it was going to be ruined. And I'll tell you what, uh, people make fun of it. But that
1: Cirque du Soleil is amazing. <laughs> It's bad, damn, <laughs> fabulous. I don't know why everybody has to be gay. But, uh, you know, you know I had the I'm, most amazing <laughs> buffet. They had the prime rib. It was so good. $8. Just a bargain.
2: I'm going to curb the use of the word retard, though. I'm going to try to make a concerted effort to curb my use of the word retard. When I showed the, uh, that, that girl, uh, Sling Blade, like, a couple weeks ago, she mm-hmm. said the only reason I like that movie is because I have a retard fetish.
1: Ooh, I know. Because you were talking about being able – well, you did, you did say you watched it so you could use the Carl voice in the bedroom.
2: Well, just because I find it funny. And just it would be funny to just kind of like add some levity to the moment. But
1: – I mean do you blame her for saying you have a fetish when you were like, let's watch this movie so you get my sexy time Carl voice reference? <laughs>
2: I didn't What's have my penis in my hands masturbating furiously every time Carl spoke in Sling Blade. I don't think I have a retard fetish. But you know what? Maybe I, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I have a fetish for the word retard. The word. Maybe that's what it is.
1: So you know what, Sarah? I mean, you know, you know having, a, having a fetish doesn't mean you want to have sex with retards, but you want to role play that you are retarded in the bedroom.
2: Perhaps I do. I think what I need to do is reevaluate my comprehension of the term retard. <laughs> That's what I need to do.
1: I mean, I think you need to make friends with a, per- a retarded person and realize that they're people, not just some term of abuse.
2: That's what I need to do. I need to find a retard to hang out with.
1: Because then you can actually use the word and people are like, "That I find that offensive." Be like, "I have a retarded friend, so I can say it." <laughs>
2: And I bet you I could bring the tar to the park and just be like, just play around and they'll women will see me and they'll be like, Look at that sensitive guy with his retarded brother. He loves all people, no matter, you know, their foibles.
1: Stick with this the poppy. This is
2: a good idea. Stick, Thank you, stick Sarah. With, stick, with Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> stick with the puppy. Thank you, Sarah. I'm going advice, to stick with the puppy. You know what? I almost want to open up a company, Renatard. See. Is this a good idea? Sarah, you are helping me with this. Thank you for giving me some good ideas. I'm going to help other people get laid. This is a good thing. This might work out. I should you, have, have never have let other you ideas that,
1: that wingman guy
2: alone. They <laughs> have ideas. You know what, though? That's another thing. Maybe instead of running a professional wingman, I can we give end out, the
1: show before you end this thought? <laughs> no, I'm I saying like I can
2: rent a retarded person for you to take out to the bar with you. Like a slave? No, by comparison, you buy him a drink, you hang out, and then people see you and be like, now that's a compassionate individual bringing out his retarded friend to the bar. Works with midgets, too. Good. God. night. Sarah, <laughs> I, I, this is like a really good idea, a million dollar idea. Thank you, Sarah, for saying that in. Uh, people, you can email the show at podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Oh, wackily, well, I noticed uh, we were in the top 200 comedy podcasts this week. Three is times
1: the, is that the threshold now? Two hundred?
2: Yeah, we used to be the be the top twenty, but now because of all the Joe Rogans and the Chris Hardwicks and the Mark Marons, we're not that cool because it's a popularity contest now.
1: Well, no, you know what's happened now is iTunes has changed their comedy podcast storefront page to Comedy Don't Payola. Now, well, it's all about yeah, it's all about sponsoring and like featured partners, which means podcast networks who have paid itunes money to be on that page so we're we're never going to be on that front page anymore folks
2: no we won't there's not even a what's hot category anymore now it's just it's who's paid us enough money to be listed on the front page category but hey which is how the world works you know i I thought it was i thought it was kind of cool that you can click on the top 200 podcasts comedy podcasts, on itunes there we are made me kind of satisfied so there people thank you for that subscribe to the show on itunes just do a search when you go to the podcast directory for Sick and Wrong subscribe rate comment it does really help us out
1: remember when we used to just freak out cuz like somebody liked us on podcast pickle or podcast alley or whatever the
2: like. fuck that was a long time ago <laughs> we got 50 comments are, this week are those yeah. uh, are those sites still around it's a good question we could just do an intro
1: trolling through the old podcast directories
2: uh, people, vote for your favorite shit story theme music right now at sickroundpodcast.com. You can just go to the theme music page. Uh, there are five contestants. We received, a, you know, we received a lot of, we received, I don't know, about 30 submissions. And I thank everybody for sending them in. Most of them sucked. Really, most of them just completely sucked. Five were good. Yeah, but them. most of them were just like, people were just sending a song. Like, here's a song. Just use this right. song. Like the Hanky or what? Song, yeah. yeah, people sent the Mister Hanky song. People just sent songs. I was just like, and I explained to them we need a piece of original music. So I narrowed it down to five entries here. And if I missed you, I'm sorry. The five are these good, five are sure. great. So there are five contestants right now. I'm going to keep voting open for another week. Just go to CircleOnPodcast.com, click on the poll, and uh, or first go to the media page, and you can see or you can listen to all the all the five songs. And then there's a poll in the right margin and you can vote for your favorite one. Also, uh, buy a t-shirt, com slash store. Support the show by buying the new Sick and Wrong logo tee. We have a number of them available and uh, a number of different sizes. Uh, they're very cool. They're the, the official Sick and Wrong logo tee. So go to com slash store and buy one. Uh, Sick and Wrong song of the week was sent in from Neil in, Niall in Wales. I can't even say his name. It's got like some kind of... Well, spelling. There's no, it vowels. Makes no sense to my American it's N-L-L-W-K. brain.
1: N-I-A-L-L-W-K. It's like
2: N-I-A-L-L. N-I-A-L-L. What is that? Niall? Nile? Nile? It should be N-I-L-E. <laughs> okay.
1: Niall. But
2: whatever. Niall. He says, Hey, fucktards. Long time on and off listener here. Love the work you do. You lads keep me sane at night. Listen to a band from Germany called Vampires on Tomato Juice. Uh, their song Futanari, she Party, reminded me of this podcast and how you listen to songs and shit at the end. It's about she and shit with cocks and dicks and shit. Hmm. It's a lot of shit in this song, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Keep Let's it sick. It. Keep it wrong. From Neil Niall in Wales. Thank you, Niall, for sending that in. We're going to end the show with Futanari. Um, with uh, Futanari. By vampires on tomato juice. I've heard better names for bands in my time. Anyway, people, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode four hundred three. Till then, take a sleazy.
0: Good night.